comfort levels, mm -hmm. maybe different levels of maturity. But to that, can we just quickly talk about goat yoga? Because please do. There's a level of maturity that takes place with goat yoga that I feel like you're ready for. <laughs> I feel like you should try. So you're gonna be surprised when I tell you what goat yoga is. I want to hear all Here about it. Here it is. This is all it is. Ready? Um, you do yoga outside in a pen with baby pygmy goats. And because goats like to climb mountains and stuff while you're... Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Three, two, one. Oh, that's demonic. We have to stop doing that right now. That's the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> really? I've never done I've that never. before ever in yeah. my life. Even even with uh, like guided meditation, that's not a thing. Nope. Nope. I've done guided not. meditation before just as like a way to clear my headspace, but never yep. that. Sorry. Nope. Um, we Welcome are talking. to yeah. the podcast. Welcome. We are obviously talking about yoga. Yoga. Is it good? Is it bad? Is mm -hmm. it Eastern? Is it for anybody and everybody? Should Christians participate in yoga? And more importantly, what is goat yoga? Oh, we will goat, be talking about it. Goat yoga? We will be uh, talking about it. Yes, sir. This is a surprise. I just hit you with that right now with my insane knowledge of the different forms of I've yoga. I've heard of every yoga, never goat yoga. Yeah, we're about to get, okay. get going. I love hey, this. Before we make you laugh about yoga anymore, would you please uh, consider subscribing to the podcast? You can uh, subscribe on any pop podcast player that you listen to podcasts on, but also on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a little review, five stars, say something nice. We'd appreciate it. Let's get in to the episode um yoga that's so many people have a problem with yoga so many and then so many people could care less oh yeah they're like whatever they, it's just stretchy stretchies and then so and many then, people it's it is their religion that's ooh. would mm. you say that's true well i would say well well i so well, I guess we're just going to jump into it. No, so yeah, not is? not religion is in like the thing that they uh, worship per se, uh -huh. but the thing that they're like, it gives me a clear headspace. It gives me, you know, it gives me joy, excitement, mm -hmm. like it refreshes my mind, okay. all this other stuff. There's and a lot of things though that can give you joy. Video games could give you some joy, couldn't yeah. they? But have you ever met somebody who does yoga that also plays video games? No. Well. I will submit. No. Well. I'm just, maybe not, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, is it so bad for something to give you joy? But if somebody says to you, oh, yoga's my religion, like, maybe they're just misusing the word religion. I'm yeah. just trying to give people the it's like It's like when people, know. it's like when people say, like, CrossFit's my religion. You're like, yeah, yeah. notice how you said, oh, yoga's my religion. And I said, CrossFit's my religion. Cross it's the exact, religion. Th that's, that's the personality the right there. <laughs> the box. Like, jeez, you got so, like, all of a sudden, like, like, Lemmy from radio, yeah, like, from Motorhead yeah. was, like, it's doing when, CrossFit. It's when you go there so much that, like, that's that's where you go for, and I would say, like, it's the same thing with Christians. Like, okay. when I, when, and I'm having a terrible week, what do I look forward to? Sunday church. Mm. Sunday church and our Friday night life group that we yes. have. Like, I'm looking forward to that because I know I'm going to get filled up. I'm going to be filled with joy. Refreshed. I'm going to be able to pour out all of my crap on Jesse Showalter yeah. and Nick Lauderdale That's and great. just cry. And That's then great. I'm going to get refreshed. But here's my problem. The yeah. word yoga literally translates mm -hmm. to yoke, to yoke. And the question what would be, that? what are you yoking yourself yeah. to? 
to evil pantheistic religion? <laughs> you yoking yourself to demons while you're in the middle of a sun salutation? Huh? With you every have like, stretch of your little body? Are you going, I worship other things? Some weird ghost situation where like the Buddha is wrapping his body around yeah. you is that as you're happening? in downward dog? Exactly. Like- <laughs> and so what, what do we do about yoga? Well, okay, so... Yoga is tr- tr- like traditionally or like its inception is it's an Eastern thing. Yes. Right. It's a form of meditation, but it's mm-hmm. also historically it's a form of exercise and relaxation. Yeah. So it, it I, I believe you correct me if I'm wrong. It does have some religious things to mm-hmm. it, some religious tendencies or, or some religious uh, origins. Yeah. But does that necessarily mean that if I do yoga, that I have to accept those things? Yeah, I think uh, answering that question, Jesus style, you can ask another question. Oh. Um, and that is, uh, actually, I forgot the question. Um, okay. So maybe it'll well, come back to me. But if it doesn't, um, let me ask you this. Yes. Uh, do you uh, do martial arts? Yes, I, well, I do jujitsu. Yeah. Brazilian jujitsu, which is originally jiu-jitsu. from Japan. Yeah. So here's the thing is like, if you do any exercise, Mm. um, any sort of like martial arts or like most times you can trace it back to the Eastern culture as well. I'm pretty sure Arnold Schwarzenegger invented lifting weights in Austria (laughs) and Austria is full of demonic activity. So I should never, ever go to the Y and lift the barbell. Yeah. You should never do that. Um, Swimming is clearly not of Jesus because he walked on water. That's true. He didn't swim through water. How dare you swim? How dare you? You hit that water. Ye of little faith. You go and swim your laps with your little cat. Cap, you faithless pagan. No. Uh, so apparently what you're saying to me is the only right sport or activity to do is running because the Bible tells us to run the race that the Lord has laid out before bingo. us. Bingo. There you okay. go. So running. Marathons, that's the one. That's yep. it. That's yeah, all you can do. Because you <laughs> run the race set before you. Uh, <laughs> I love that. No, the question I was going to ask is like, like, is our God a redemptive God? And I think... I think he is. And I right. think that okay. anything that that is done, well, not anything, but there are many things that mm. that the world would use for terrible purposes okay. um, or like very uh, evil um, purposes that the that that the Lord can use um, for his good and his glory. OK, so I, and, and here's where I would go, because yeah. I am a Christian that would say, oh, very taboo. Go ahead. Do yoga. Yeah. Go ahead. Do yoga. But understand this, okay? That understand where yoga comes from and mm-hmm. understand that, um, that that the Bible says this, I believe, in Romans. So then uh, about eating food sacrificed to idols, okay? We know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no God but one. Um, so even though there are these so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, lowercase l and g, Yet for us, there is but one, the Father. So yeah. understand this. Paul was like, meat sacrifice to idols? That's Texas barbecue, baby. Put that on the grill. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> it done. Get that some pickles. And- yeah, go ahead. You want to lay that on the altar? <laughs> I'm going to put that tea. with some big Texas toast and sweet tea. And I'm going to go like this. Suckers. What's up? I am fed. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I would say know where it comes from. Understand that I actually went to a yoga class one time. Um, I went Ooh. to a hot yoga class. Yeah. Which there's yoga. Yeah, please explain because I've never understood right. what hot yoga is. Oh, okay. 
So you go into a room that smells like sweaty butt cracks mm. with 30 other people and it's 140 degrees. It's doing Man. it's doing yoga in a sauna. So I'm already sold. If yoga wasn't already difficult enough because I'm not stretchy like that, um, try doing it when the palms of your hands are so sweaty that you just slip out yeah. to everything you try to do. It's really atrocious. I would I love know. just to get in a sauna, put like a jock strap over my nose and just do some stretches. Can I tell you something? There's no worse feeling than hearing a fart in the middle of hot yoga. There's no worse feeling because you're like, I know that that fart is wet. And it's just, it's going to linger, bro. I know that there's no vent where that fart can escape. And I am in this thing for another, oh, 35 minutes. Farting in the shower. You know, it's just going to immediately vaporize and just float around you. So just know where it comes from, right? Know that there are some people that would find it religious or Mm -hmm. does have religious origins. But to you, if you're a Christian, it can be stretching and relaxing and it can be a very fun thing. Now, Nolan, what do you say about Christian yoga? Ooh, Ooh Christian yoga. Hey, I, is I, it like, is it like God tube? Is it like, <laughs> is it just like smacking Christianity oh. on something and trying to remake it? You know what? It might be. Um, here's, here's my thing okay. is, uh, one, um, I, I love a lot of things. I don't love yoga. Oh, um, and okay. here's the reason why, uh, I just don't, I don't, I don't like the the monotone. Like if I could have Richard Simmons do yoga for me, hmm. I would be all into it. I think that's antithetical. I to know yoga is trying to do, which is relax you. But here's here's the market for it though, because I don't want to go somewhere that they're just like, okay, now we're gonna do downward dog. I don't want to go to like an ASMR like kind of video, mm. kind of like, okay, well now we're gonna do this. And okay, go ahead, and make sure that your butt is in the air when you're doing the dog. Like I don't I don't like that kind of don't voice. Like that. It annoys me. But if I could have like a oh. Hey, here we're gonna we're gonna do that. I'll be like, yes, I am down for it. Um, secondly, Can you though, imagine just dude. peaceful music in the background, <laughs> babbling brook, and then Richard Simmons just comes out and goes, yeah. "We are sweating." Hey, like, you'd be but like, here's what? Here's my thing: okay. is that I think Christian yoga uh, might be the blend of both because okay. um, there was a church that I went to uh, for a while, and they had a Christian yoga class, uh-huh. and they would do yoga to worship music. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes the worship music was like this beautiful Calming. like Bethel like kind of instrumental which might be a little bit demon worship but Whoa, um, no I'm just joking just joking uh, just joking okay. Bethel's you know they're there uh, but anyways then every once in a while a Chris Tomlin song would skip in and you'd be doing you'd be doing like the downward dog the only pose that I know is like the downward dog so I'm just gonna keep saying that okay. but yeah. you'd be doing that and then you just hear like this is amazing you like that's too much, dude. I just think too much. yoga to the newsboys would be the best, worst <laughs> thing of all time. Like just, the DC talk. Like, <laughs> you're just going and also you're, Jesus, you're here, God's not dead. He's surely alive. Oh my gosh. That would be the best, worst thing of oh, all time. Okay. Man. Here's my thing. Like I know some people have serious qualms. Christians have qualms with yoga. But I would say that to those Christians that have qualms with yoga, there's probably other things that are a bigger danger than yoga. Yeah. Like, for instance, McDonald's, I would say, (laughs) is a bigger danger to your life (laughs) than stretching. Yeah. Like, and I feel, (laughs) I just feel like 
it's very easy to jump on something like yoga and call it demonic or yeah. say like, you can't do that when it's like, no, well, apparently you can't do that. Now, I will say this. I do feel like there's a personal aspect to it where it's mm. like, maybe you can't handle it. Yeah. Maybe like, so I went to uh, a yoga class. It was that hot yoga class. And at the end of it, they were like, now we are going to chant some ohms. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. are we? Not this guy. Yeah. And I'm all sweaty and it still smells like fart in the room. And I'm like, guess what I'm doing? I'm calling down fire. I'm calling down the Holy <laughs> Spirit in this place. And I, there, everyone was in what's called child's pose. Child's where you pose. literally just, you just laid curled up in a ball with your arms behind you. Yeah. And they're all going, oh. And I was going like this. Lord, you are amazing. <laughs> Jesus. Yeshua Hamashiach, you are God of all. Yeah. In the middle. And people were looking at me. I'm like, why are you looking at me? At least yeah. I sound coherent. Yeah. You sound like, <laughs> like one of the soldiers from the person. Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound silly. So, I, But some people might not be bold enough to either just say, I'm not going to do that or yeah. do something else. They might follow along. Mm. And I actually would say if you follow along and do it blindly or mindlessly, then you might actually be allowing yourself to be influenced yeah. to a certain extent. So I would say you got to you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah. You got to go in with the information and the boldness to do what you want to do. Yeah, and like uh, definitely, and I, I know that this isn't necessarily a part of, uh, well, I know that when I was very young, um, part of the Bible Belt that I grew up in, a lot of parents didn't like their kids doing uh, karate. Ah. Um, sorry. Karate, kung fu, kung fu. Some might say um, they didn't want their uh, kids doing that because uh, of the Eastern influence of you know worshiping, sure, you know, Eastern idols or whatever. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, I I never did it, but I probably because it was expensive. But I wanted to do it be- not because I wanted to worship Eastern idols, right? Because I wanted to kick butt and take names. Because because Daniel's son was yeah. super legit, you know. And so it's like, for, for me, it's like, you know, I didn't necessarily want to do that. But what I will say is when I was in high school and I was living in Hawaii, I had to do a hula class. Right. And hula, for those of you that don't know, mm. isn't necessarily just shaking your hips and looking sexy, although I did both. Very um, well. But right. uh, you've done the, the hula for me personally. Yeah. And it was lovely. <laughs> but like for that, it's it's mostly idol worship. And a lot of that stuff is, you know, if you go to a traditional uh um like uh like if you watch um any sort of hula on, on TV or whatever, okay. they're they're doing dances to Pele, they're doing dances to all these Hawaiian yep. gods. And part of the chant is literally just like, we thank you, Pele, you're such a great god. Like we praise you for who you right. are. It's like, and I had to I had to recite those chants. Guess what I did? Didn't talk for the first part of it. That's right. You know? Because so, it's like But on the counter side of it, a church that you and I went to had a hula ministry. Yeah. Didn't it? And yep. it would come in on special occasions like Easter and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they even would do hulas outside where they would take like modern, even like uh, music done in Hawaiian yeah. that was yeah. like Hawaiian Christian worship music. And they would create, if there wasn't gestures and poses and stuff for it, they would, as a ministry, create things that were as true as they could be to the Hawaiian culture and the art of hula while still using it as an art and a practice to glorify God. Yeah. So the question becomes, can't we not like take things and make them beautiful and repurpose like beautiful things for Christ. Can't we do that? 
So like you were talking earlier, you mentioned headspace or like meditate mm-hmm. guided meditation. Yeah. People are equally freaked out about that. But you know what? Honestly, I do guided meditation all the time. Yeah. You know what it really, t- it usually tends to focus on breathing. Yeah. Slowing down and mm-hmm. breathing. So literally I did a guided meditation one day and then we went to a class yeah. and a pastor at our church led us in breath prayers. Yeah. Which was basically Phenomenal. guided meditation. Yeah. And you were just breathing in and out and, and breathing scripture. And mm-hmm. it's like. That's a form of guided meditation. Are we not to reclaim these things that the world has created? Yeah. Or honestly, something like guided meditation, they're trying to reclaim it from us. They're trying to take it from us. Yeah. Right? So it's like, why are we so scared of these things mm-hmm. that we can, we either have or we can reclaim and make them ours? Yeah. And I mean, I think that all goes down to, to like the idea that was like, I mean, very Old Testament, which is like, you know, if <laughs> like if it has anything to do with like demons or demonic practice, just distance yourself as far away as possible from right. it. But it's like we we don't understand the the beauty of that. And, and I feel like here's here's the issue, though, is is what I think about it, is like the first person that probably just like the first Christian that decided, you know what, like I'm going to go take a look at yoga Right. They would have had to have been like pretty strong to to understand like where the line is and where the line isn't. Right. Because like when you walk into something that you've never done before, uh-huh. you don't necessarily know if what you're oming to or what you're you That's know true. doing is some sort of like weird praise. So it's like for me, it's like one, I'm very thankful for the person that decided to do it first yeah. because I like the idea of guided meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like the idea of of somebody saying like, hey, just take a minute and you know focus on your inner self or whatever. Sure. It's like that. That's great. But you know, when somebody begins to say like, okay, now you need to in, like align your inner chakras, I go, that's not true. Like that's yeah. not a thing that we do. But again, it's the boldness thing, right? Yeah. Like some people aren't bold enough to do that. They go, well, I guess I'll try that. Is that okay? And it's like, yeah. well, you probably shouldn't try that. Mm-hmm. But it's this, in the same way. Like some Christians have enough intestinal fortitude, boldness, courage to go somewhere and have a beer and go, I know I have self-control. Yeah. And I know if somebody comes up to me and goes, why aren't you having more, bro? You go, because I don't feel like it. Do you yeah. have a problem with that? Some people are that bold. Other people would go and get peer pressured yeah. and then drink too much. And now all of a sudden they're drunk, they're in sin. Yeah. So it becomes a thing where it's like, do you have the ability to say no. If you don't, stay away from the bar, bro. Yeah. If you don't, stay away from the yoga studio. That's fine. It's yeah. just not for you. Go to the CrossFit box and and sound sound like a, the, a manly man or whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do. Come do jujitsu. There's lots of things where it just becomes about your own ability or inability to discern and then make right or wrong decisions. Yeah, and I think like here's here's the one the one criticism that I would have is Ooh, like okay. like I said yoga can become a religion to some just like CrossFit okay. become can become a religion to others and like you have to be very careful because if you find yourself saying, "Oh, I really need to, you know, go and relax today or okay. I really need to go and get into a right headspace." Okay. So I'm going to go to my yoga studio and go do yoga. Yeah. It's like I guess I could see it, the the excuse where you say like, "Well, I am worshiping God through these stretches. Like this is what brings me peace and stuff like that. Like that's great. I understand that. But like when the Lord says, you know, cast your worries on me, like the, you know, and, and through gathering together of believers, you will strengthen one another. You encourage one another. You will refine yourself and sharpen one another. Like iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if he says to do that as a believer, and then you say like, well, I'm going to go do that through yoga. It's Ah. like, 
okay, you know, I understand that, but like God didn't say, hey, you know, if you, you know, want to be at peace, go and do yoga. Yeah. He said, go get with other believers. I, I've be had encouraged. people say stuff like that to me before about mm-hmm. other things too. They're like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm going, oh bro, that's awesome. Like, do you, do you want to come to church with me sometime? Like, they mm-hmm. go, you know, uh, surfing, like the ocean. Yeah. It's my church. It's where I do my worship. And I go, you should absolutely mm-hmm. be finding joy and peace and seeking the Lord there. Be filled with yeah. just like with all the things he wants to share with you. But like, you should not exchange one for the other. Yeah. Right. You should have strong time in the word relationship with Christ, relationship with believers, connection to a body of believers in a local church. You should be doing all those things. The Bible commands you to do right. Mm -hmm. tells you is good for your soul. And then I personally, when I pull one of these guitars down off of my wall, in the middle of the day and take a five minute break and just pluck it a little bit. Like I find a lot of joy in that. Yeah. It doesn't become my church. It's just, it's a, it's a little nice added benefit. Something exactly. right? that yeah. brings me a little bit of peace, a little bit of quiet, a little bit of focus, like, mm-hmm. but don't exchange that. That's now that becomes a problem. Yeah. And the, and the danger there is, I mean, it's like, you know, you will, you know, one day, like, let's say you lose, knock on wood, I don't know, but like you use, you lose your guitars. Sure. Or, you know, you lose the ability to play guitar. Well, I it's like that. you lose the ability well, to put that on I'm me, not bro. trying to put that on you. Like, that's what I'm going to knock on wood right now, you know, but it's like, uh, you know, or like you, you, you lose the ability to do yoga. Uh-huh. Guess what? Like, you'll never lose the ability to have communion with God. And that's, that's why I think, like, right. the, the main thing is just, like, you know, be con- like, find the areas to be content with the Lord. And mm-hmm. if you can't find those areas, you got to dig deeper. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's yeah. to me where it's like, you know, why, why do you need to do, and, and I think like you could do it, like, you know, you don't necessarily need to be doing stretches to meditate, you know, mm. it's like, but it's like, you just need to figure out the one thing that I will say about yoga is it, it gets you into this place where you do realize like, oh, I'm, I've cleared my head from a lot of distractions. Yeah. It's like, if you could figure out how to do that while you're also meeting with the Lord, like yeah. I, th- I think like, and, and a good thing that I've always found is like, if I am doing as stupid as the ohm sound, mm-hmm. like if I'm just humming or something like that, my mind will clear out. Right. And I no longer think about what I want, what I, you know, what I want to do, what I'm trying to talk to the Lord about. Sure. I'm literally just listening. Yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening. And I think a lot of times when we get into our quiet meditation times yeah. with the Lord, it ends up becoming like, okay, God let me tell you what I need. You know, I need this, I need this, I need this. And instead of just saying like, shut up, listen to God, but it's Mm -hmm. like, we'll, we'll be quiet for 30 seconds. And all of a sudden it becomes, I gotta go do this. Well, it's actually like, that's actually the, the, like one of the arguments against, but I would also Mm -hmm. say an argument for, uh, like something like yoga. Like the Mm -hmm. argument against is, uh, it's been proven. Like you said, it's actually, it's actually, they've done studies on this, that physical activity helps you to get mental clarity. Yeah. Right. So doing nothing and trying to focus is Mm -hmm. way harder than doing something. Yeah. Like I brought this up the other day, we were doing those breath prayers and I was telling you, sometimes I use, I have like a beaded bracelet and I use it like a rosary (laughs) and you were like a rosary. And then thankfully I had another pastor come over and go, yeah, bro, I do that too. Because 
physical focus mm-hmm. on something. I'm not praying to saints or Mary, but I'm focusing on a bead and I'm going, this bead in my mind represents this person. I'm going to pray and I'm going to focus with my hand and that helps my mind to kind mm-hmm. of like get clarity and focus on it. Yeah. Not doing anything weird or shifty. Don't you dare mm-hmm. smack your lips at mm-hmm. me like that and make your Robert De Niro face. I don't appreciate it. But something physical does. So that's yeah. a good argument for, but people will also use that against. You see, yeah. when you do yoga, you're doing something mm-hmm. physical. You're allowing yourself to be in tune with, I think they're taking it too far though. Yeah, and I think, I think like it definitely far. has its... Like Christians have always seen, like, well, this has its roots sure. in what Hinduism, would be, con- Hinduism yeah, Hinduism, or which Buddhism is or- clearly, I mean, clearly demonic activity. Clearly. Like, there's no doubt about that. But once again, I think it's good to remind yourself, like, if you have a kid or if you have a spouse that all of a sudden, sudden, sudden says, "I want to go do yoga," don't discourage that. You right. know, like, let them let them try that out. But as sure. long as they maintain the idea that, hey. Like you are worshiping the Lord in right. this, and when it comes time to do the alms, mm-hmm. pray to the Lord. Like right. don't don't Absolutely. don't get caught up in all of this. You know, so, to what extent do we take this? If your kid later on in life goes, my friend is having a Wicca gathering where they will Ooh. be dancing around a fire naked Yikes. at night and slapping each other with rosemary bundles, but I'm gonna go there and praise yeah. the Lord, Dad. Well, here's the first thing: um, when they say naked at night, you gotta go. That's not. Yeah, they're not worshiping anything. Yeah. You know, um, but here's the thing, like, you know, uh, I think that there are, see, that's a good question. So so here, check it out. That's a good question. The, the, the the second guessing and the doubt that you just raised in your mind is where other people are at with yoga. Yeah. Right. I go this, which sounds like a silly scenario. Like, and like, I want to go to a Wicca gathering tonight. And it's like, but. I can be mature and realize that this isn't for me. I can eat meat sacrificed to idols. I would go, uh, negative Ghost Rider. That pattern's full. You're staying home. And also, I'm handcuffing you to yeah. your bed. And you're not allowed to go anywhere because you're terrifying. Well, I, I mean, I think you're, like the, the thing that we understand is like yoga has a lot of the i would say spirituality of yoga has been has been removed from it like people it's pretty tame yeah now. people um, aren't really going and like whereas like right now if you were to say like oh i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do this you know wicca or this like ouija board thing or whatever like that's that's to me where you know what yoga used to be was hey we're gonna like meditate until we align our chakras and we get all this like spiritual enlightenment sure um from that nowadays we just see it as like hey like this is a time to relax this is a right. time to time to put on my tights time to put on my tights and, and go you know, get my cutest outfit on yeah and go do some yoga. i would do yoga just for the tights um but uh for I would do on yoga myself to see you in tights on myself that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. um but uh, like with with Wicca, it's it's clearly a response. It's clearly a negative response. And that's all to, I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. have to be Wicca specifically. But I just wanted to point out there are comfort levels mm-hmm. for some people, and I feel like we should respect people's comfort levels yeah. and understand. For instance, uh, when you were a kid growing up, your mom wouldn't let you watch Pokemon. Yeah, she was like, "That seems demonic to me." Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if my kids are like, "I want to watch Pokemon," I'd be like, "You will go watch Pokemon. That's yeah. fine." Like, that's the type of Christian parent I am. So. There's different comfort levels, mm-hmm. maybe different levels of maturity, but to that, can we just quickly talk about goat yoga? Because <laughs> please do. There's a level of maturity that takes place with goat yoga that I feel like you're ready for. <laughs> I feel like you should try. So you're gonna be surprised when I tell you what goat yoga is. I want to hear all Here about it. Here it is. It. This is all it is. Ready? Um, you do yoga outside in a pen 
with baby pygmy goats. <laughs> and because goats like to climb mountains and stuff, while you're doing these crazy yep. poses, the goats will jump on you. Oh, yeah. And just stand on your shoulders and back. And mm-hmm. That's part of it. You're supposed to be balanced enough and focused enough that you don't drop the goat. Hey. Now, you want to find the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's people who are bad at yoga doing goat yoga yeah. and dropping goats. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, look at you. You just dropped that little baby goat. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't uh, fault them for that at all yeah. because um, I, if you've never had a goat actually step on you, yeah. it's these tiny little cloven hooves little, that just dig into just your skin. Because although they seem tiny, it's like a fifty-pound weight being put onto your skin on the on the edge of a ballpoint pen. It does not feel good. I just don't understand what civilization <laughs> we're living in. We're like, there's a fad right now where people want to have llamas at their weddings, yeah. and they wanted to have goats when they do yoga. Yeah. I'm like, listen. Maybe just the yoga. Yeah. And, and then after you're done, grab a smoothie and go to the petting zoo and get you do what you need to do hey, if you needed to see a goat. It's because we, we live in a in a yoga wicca society where all they want to do no, is just be around llamas no, it's and smack we, each other with time. We live in time. a decadent society. Yeah. People are like, you know <laughs> what I true. want? I want yoga. I want it with goats. Yeah. Somebody make it happen. <laughs> it's just we're too much of a of a whopper. I want it my way. What's and, next? And you have to be too you have to be too out there and, and right. crazy. Like yeah. Like once you've satisfied hot yoga, yeah. cold yoga, That's like right. lukewarm yoga, sure. then you have to be like, what else is there? Well, we could do it with goats. That's, you know, I want to do Arctic tundra yoga yes. while I balance a narwhel yep. on me. Yeah. I think that's the next step, really. Um, <laughs> it's a, goat it's yoga. a real thing. Goat yoga is oh the best gosh. thing that I've, I, I've, I think I've heard for a while. You have to so look it up. It's great. If you want to go on that hot binge, do it, please, after this episode. Yeah, please do. Well, that's. I think that's – you have your opinion. Just have your opinion. Have yeah. your workout. But just have Jesus first. Definitely. That's me. That's where I land. Yeah. I'm there. And and also like understand that there are certain things that have that have been redeemed and there are certain things that aren't. Like like for instance, I mean, I don't know, Wiccas, they they were specifically designed to worship the dark arts. Yes. You know, like yes. but at the same time, like Christmas was a pagan holiday. True. That we ended up saying, Hey, speak it. How can we you know, so it's we like it. I don't I don't know. We took it. Maybe I'm a traditionalist and yeah, I just whatever. say like I don't like new things. There's Christians that don't like Halloween. I take it back. I dress like a dinosaur. Yeah. And I tell people about Jesus on yeah. Halloween. Take that. You yeah. Do what you want. And I wear a mask. That's right. You know? I wear a mask because I have to socially distance and I'm being mature and yeah. safe. And I also want to scare the living daylights out of some child in the street. Well, last year I was a Jedi and this year the entire family is going to dress up like blow up dinosaurs. Ooh. We're going to be a family of blow up dinosaurs. I love that it's so much. It's going to be pretty great. Uh, I love it. You should come over. Well, that's it. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts uh, on yoga. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. DM us on either one of those platforms. You find us at Biblical Lenses or on Facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses. You can head over to the website, uh, which is very soothing, very calming. You can find it at biblicallenses.com. Check out the show notes and more episodes. We release a fresh podcast every single week, and we would love if you would leave us a review and five stars on Apple Podcasts. We will see you later. Oh. Downward dog. Cobra pose. Locust. Sun salutation. Love Jesus. <laughs>